Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Right, guys, hi. This is going to be an extra bonus content piece. Um, both Paul and I are currently on the train heading up to Falkirk for the Seahawks game on September the 18th. Um, as we've got spare time, we thought we'd just go into about uh, what it's like to go to a meetup, um, how good that is, what goes through your mind when you actually uh, make the decision to go to a meetup. So, Paul, your first meetup, 2018. Um, what was the decision making that you went through to actually turn up to one of these meetups? Yeah, so um, Manchester 2018 draft was my first meetup. So for those people that may not know my story, um, got into the NFL 2012. Thought I was the only 49ers fan in the northeast of England, and I joined another Facebook group that was called the NFL Brits Union, and it was loads of different teams. So the banner was a little bit heavy towards other teams. I went to a suitable meetup in Glasgow in 2016 and ironically bumped into a good friend of mine now Darren who's a 49ers fan and he put me in touch with you guys so I joined the 49ers AFL UK. So, so by any chance was that Darren Reese? Yes. Yes. That's Darren Reese. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Darren is quite active on Instagram. Yes. Um, keep on seeing him liking the post from the, uh, the group account on that. So Darren doesn't do Facebook so when I say he put me in touch with the group so again showing you the love of sport. I'd interacted with Darren on Twitter, which most people will probably chuckle now because that's, that's my domain. But at the time, I really only used Twitter for 49er content, but not as much as I do now. Yeah. So I went to this meetup in Glasgow Lee, and it was the um, Broncos versus the Panthers at Levi's. Yeah. Um, and Darren and his wife Lorraine met me there and became lifelong friends. They've come down to Darlington to see me. I've got plans to go up to Glasgow to see them. And I found your group. So not long after that, I joined your group and I slowly moved all my spare time to the 49 Faithful UK group. And I found myself interacting with the post, yeah. interacting with the group. The game day threads were unbelievable. That was the first thing that hooked me in, was the game day threads and understanding that at two o'clock in the morning, I wasn't the only 49er fan. Yeah, you weren't alone. On the emotional yeah. roller coaster. And because I'd gone through a bit of a bad marriage breakup and I'd decided life is for living, after that meetup, I decided whenever there was a meetup, I would go. So 2018, which brings it back to your original question, you threw a draft meetup. Yeah. And I looked at the calendar, I looked at my finances, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go. Booked it, booked my hotel. And I'll be brutally honest, going on that train down, I was absolutely bricking it. So I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know whether the guys would like me. And the second I walked into the Brotherhood in Manchester, yourself, you were straight over. So, so correct us if I'm wrong, because my mind, my memory might be hazy. Was was the first time you went down, the time you took your partner, Tracy? No. So right. this is um, so March 2018. I'm still single at the time. Yeah. Still trying to get myself back in the game. That was another reason. Meet up, different yeah. town, different people. So I walked into the bar in Manchester and ironically you were the only person that I really kind of knew face to face and you were straight over, you were shaking my hand, I had my black Eric Reid 35 jersey on and I remember there was about seven or eight of us at the meetup, Martin Hughes, Andy Hodgson, David Ellicott and 
from that second on, I remember on the train home, I thought, this is awesome. Like-minded people, the group was great. And it was funny because you then arranged the other meetup in Manchester for November. Yeah. Now I'd met Tracy in the July 2018 and a big thing for Tracy was she wanted us to do experiences, she wanted us to go places, she wanted to meet people. So her first Fortnite game was the Raiders game, you know the Thursday night game yeah, where Kittle yeah. caught the one-handed catch. Yeah. She really enjoyed it. Big Dick Nick. Up until she fell asleep, yeah, Big Dick Nick. Um, and then uh, the way our relationship worked is we could only see each other on a weekend when we were child-free. Yeah. So November, planning stuff out and I was like oh, I'm going to Manchester this weekend what are you going to Manchester for oh I'm going to fight an faithful UK meetup so she agreed to come on the provision that at that point we'd only been dating a few months you know it wasn't going to be showered from the rooftops I was on a social media ban and then I think a couple of days later you put a post on the fighting of faithful UK Instagram account <laughs> me and Tracy stood holding the flag so we look back now when we laugh yeah, yeah. because you would only know it if you look for it but she had the same plot as me, Lee. She came away from that meet-up in the Brotherhood and she was like, wow, these people are awesome. The atmosphere, the social side of it. She said it isn't just about the football, because obviously we travel down, door, we? We yeah. meet up before yeah. the game, we have a few drinks, we have some food. So she does try to come to as many meetups as she can. She's missed the last couple due to family reasons, but yeah, Tracy is in the group. She isn't as active yeah. as, as what she maybe should be. I have been trying to get her on a pod. That's my next aim the next year. Try and get Tracy to come on and give a female perspective of what it's like to be married, living with someone who's <laughs> too a football. <laughs> fanatic, to, to a fanatic. So, I mean, when you were making that decision about coming to the first meetup, what was there any nerves involved? Obviously, you were traveling halfway across the country to, to meet people you've never actually met before other than on um, the likes of Facebook on the game day thread so they were all strangers to you was there any nerves that kind of playing with you thinking I'm not sure whether or not I should be doing this yeah I mean I, my background in my professional work is child protection social services yeah. safeguarding you know my 15 year old stepdaughter came to me now and said I'm going to travel halfway across the country to meet a group I've met on Facebook I'd be like yeah you're not but like I said to you I had to push myself out of my comfort zone you know I hadn't really done much when I was married I then became single and my love for the NFL just exploded and I thought I'm talking to these people on Facebook I'm having such good banter with them I wanted to meet you face to face to see whether it would be as good in real life yeah I was very nervous the first time down and again it goes back to a self-esteem issue would you like me would there be a clip I didn't know whether I was going to walk into that bar you guys may have been best of friends for 10 years I might have just been sat around the table and I was just sat there with my pint thinking this is a bit awkward but like I said the second I walked in in my Niners shirt he's made us laugh now I'm going to share something now that Martin Hughes may not like um, so I'll apologise in advance so because of the way it worked I stayed in Manchester for the two days it was cheaper for me to stay the Saturday night and the Sunday night yeah. with the train the hotel so not a massive drinker which is a bit ironic given I'm on the way to the candlestick in yeah. <laughs> um, so I remember leaving you guys in the bar in the Brotherhood about midnight I was well oiled yeah. I stumbled yeah, back yeah. to my hotel I woke up the next morning thinking I need some food I'm very rough so I remember just heading first time I'd ever been to Manchester 
So I remember walking down this street, I see this big guy walking towards me, Liverpool shirt on, chest stuck out, and I'm thinking, bloody Liverpool shirt in Manchester, he's a bit brave. Then I spot the Niners cap, and then Martin Hughes is like, give me the biggest, hello mate, big bear hug, what you doing, good night last night, and I thought, wow, he's only ever met me once before, which was yeah. last night. Yeah. I'd left early, and he was shaking my hand, and he was chatting to me, and that's what we say when people are on the fence about coming to meet up. Once you've been, you have lifelong oh, friends. Oh, I mean, me and Martin yeah. share a birthday. Yeah. Our birthday's the same day, so we always do a cheeky post, picture of a Niners night out, and Martin is someone I consider a good friend. So I wanted to share that, because, again, that wasn't even a meeting. So yeah, I mean, that, that, that's all great yeah. feedback, because this, this is the type of thing I was trying to tell people in Leeds last week. And there's a lot of people sat on the periphery of the group, and I, I, I try to impress on them: you need to get into the group because once you get into the group, everybody will be welcoming, and, and it'll motivate you to come to future meetups, get to know people. Um, we're all more than approachable. Um, I mean, Naji, go over to talk to Naji, you get a big bear hook off the guy. He, he, he's such a softy, and uh, it's such a good group, and we all we all gel together. Like you said, there's no. Clicks. There, there might appear to be clicks around the admin stuff, but that's just because we sort an admin stuff out. Um, but there's no clicks, anything like that. Everybody's made to feel welcome, um, and, and that's what we try to do. We try to promote that within the group, so we can get as many people to meet as possible. Because as you're aware now, because you've now been to quite a few meetups, um, the atmosphere at these meetups is just excellent. You, you go through all the emotions together, all the highs, all the lows, and it makes both of them so much better. I mean, a lot of people last weekly were actually worried for me because for about 12 hours I disappeared off social media. People who follow, obviously, yeah. I had the injury earlier in the year, I run the Twitter account for the 49FAFL UK. Me and you had this discussion. We got footage from last week, of course we did, but I didn't put a single post out. You didn't put a single post out. I mean, I travelled down from Teesside with Conor Ryan. Yeah. But by the time we got to the box, I know Conor was with Seb Chandler, Paul Scrimshaw. I was chatting to David, I was chatting to Colin Hare, and what I love about the meetup, like I say, it wasn't like me and you just sat together like we are now. Um, selfishly for me, I knew we had Falkirk, so I wasn't too worried about, I knew we'd get a chance to catch yeah. up today. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, um, Martin Hughes, I knew he was coming today. Gutted Neil Watson couldn't come last week. Yeah, Neil would have been good to have down there. He's definitely an experienced so name. Yeah, I mean, going back to the, I mean, Edinburgh is still my favourite meetup, purely because I got to share that with Tracy. Uh, the game we watched, the Saints game, was epic. Yeah. The atmosphere, the bar, that was my favourite meetup for a lot of reasons. Leeds is coming very close at the moment. I, I did love meeting lots of new people last week. I loved the ambience of the bar. I loved the fact that even though we got beat, it didn't take away from the night. And I do hope that people who were, like you said, on the fence about coming, think actually I need to make the effort because it is we, we live in a, a climate at the moment where economic decisions obviously dictate what you do I'm not a rich man by any stretch of the imagination but whenever the calendar comes out the first conversation I have with Tracy is look I can't afford to go to Levi's this year right that's off can yeah. I go to the meetup and it's, it's a close second to me um, obviously people who follow me lean off three kids no, we both work full time. So the commitment to come to meet up is quite a large one. But anybody who is unsure, honestly, they're as yeah. good as what they look like. 
So, so you mentioned the Edinburgh meetup. To be honest, I completely agree with that. I mean, that's been the best meetup I've been to. That atmosphere and, uh, and the way everything came together. And I think part of the reason for that is because it was late on the season and it was a very important game. It was a close game. So there was a lot of emotion there for everyone. Um, obviously, with it being a last-minute win for us, or last-second win for us, the whole place went up when we made that kick, and it kind of it gives me the motivation to do another meetup potentially this season. But again, leave it till probably December time, where it's going to be a meaningful game to try and hope in the hope that we're going to have that sort of atmosphere again. Obviously, the difficulty with that is we only have one more six o'clock game. It's against the Falcons. That's in the middle of October. Um, so that, that's not ideal. Looking at the December games, we may get flexed out of a late game into an early game. I, I very much doubt it. If it's going to be anything, it's going to be the other way. We're going to go from like a nine o'clock game to a one o'clock in the morning, another red eye, which uh, <laughs> we all kind of put ourselves through every single season. Um, but yeah, the, the, the is ways we can watch nine o'clock games in the UK. And if, we, if I see a game that's going to be probably is uh, enticing the people so we get to a point where we are either we, we're fighting for the division or we're potentially fighting for a number one seed uh, I, I know that's a bit bravado there since we've lost our first game of the season but that's still possible without a shadow of a doubt um, th then we'll look at doing something in December to try and generate that atmosphere and hopefully get a little bit more people there um, would we get 70 I very much doubt that because I think that was on the back of the whole official 49er yeah. event. However, because people turned up to that event and they now know what it's like, I definitely think we can get close to that with a normal meetup. So yeah. That, yeah. that's the idea based off Edinburgh. Uh, I thought I'd mention that because, I, like I said, I completely agree Edinburgh has been by far the best meetup for atmosphere. I think for me, Edinburgh cemented Tracy meeting my friends and I use that word very like you are all my friends you know yeah. I spend a lot of time talking to yourself and Nadji um, obviously me and you've connected on and off the field for want of a better word you came to Tracy's um, birthday party and it's been epic to meet all these people and, and Tracy had kind of got an understanding of you know this sport you love you spend all this time on it you watch it at home and you transfer that to the bar in Edinburgh added to the fact that Dakota and Ross, yeah. the two Saints yeah. fans that a lot of people have heard us talk about, and the group itself, like you said, we are inclusive, we are all, there's that community spirit that shines through, and you're right, I think the fact that it was December, it was such an important game, I think that all added into it. Um, selfishly, I hope there's nothing on the Falcons game, because I know I can't do that, that I'm and there's a couple of people I was sat with yeah, last no. week, um, yeah. it's a Ruby weekend for me, so today, Ruby, I've left her at home with Tracy. Um, obviously, we're a blended Hello. family. Um, Tracy's been in my life since 2018. Ruby understands my love of the game, so she was over the moon that I'm coming up here with you guys. Because I had the fear of missing out last year. Yeah. So when you were in yeah. the candlestick in last year, and you did your Facebook Live, and I was seeing the footage, I was like, oh man, I've got to go next year. And it's just funny how it felt that obviously, the 49er got involved and said we'd do leads. Now, I took the positives from the negatives last week. So Connor Ryan, who I've connected with because he lives around the corner from me, he hadn't been to a meet-up. So the official side had gone ahead last week. His first experience would have been the official 49er one. Yeah. 
and I said to him, I'm kind of glad that you're going to experience the 49er Faithful UK bit first. Yeah. Because that was basically what that what last week was what we do. We turned up in a city at a sports bar. We watched the game together. I mean, I know we did a couple of giveaways and stuff, which added to the day because we don't normally do that. Yeah. But I did like that we yeah. did that. Um, does that make sense? Like, I think Connor. It, it, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I'll say is I, I agree with that because had had the first meetup for a lot of those people being the official 49ers meetup, there'll been stuff going on that doesn't normally happen at our meetup, and I think people may have been a little bit more reserved had it been an official yeah. meetup. But obviously with it being just the 49er Faithful UK meetup, we did what we normally Hello. do, which we all had a good time, we all relaxed, we all had plenty to drink. I mean, that goes without saying, it's one of these things. Um, David Ellicott, to his credit, he hasn't drank for almost three years now, turned up, didn't have a drink, but he enjoyed it anyway. He enjoyed being around fellow 49er fans to have that release, to go through the whole process together. But I think you're right. I think it was good for Connor to turn up to a 49 affair for UK meet before he turns up to an official San Francisco 49ers meet. Because I think they are going to be significantly different. Um, and it just gives you, it probably just gives you a good idea of what, I'm going to call it the lesser of the two meets. Because obviously an official 49ers meet, if, if it eventually goes ahead, there's going to be a lot more high-end giveaways, raffles, that type of thing, which you don't generally get at 49 Field for UK because there's no investment there. Um, obviously, we're a voluntary organisation, voluntary uh, social club, let's call it that way. Um, we don't take any subs off people. There's no membership fee. All the costs are borne by the admin and the, the, the cost of the, the podcast, the uh, business card, stuff like that. So it's not a case of we charge people to come there. So there may be there may be a potential in the future to hold raffles, um, and these raffles obviously be dedicated to the 49ers, not general NFL raffles, to give people a chance to win signed stuff. Yeah. But that's something we'll look into. But yeah, I agree. The way the the way the meetups were, anybody who turned up last week got a good taste. Yeah. what a 49 affair for UK meet is all about and hopefully people enjoy that and want to come back and just based off the feedback we're getting on the night people over the moon turn up so that that's the type of thing we try to do um, it's going to make future meetups better um, obviously we all want that official 49 and meetup oh yeah 100%. purely because it, it's, it's great I, I know exactly what they're going to do with the sounds of the stadium piping that in um, they didn't mention whether or not uh, we wouldn't get the Greg Papa commentary that would be fantastic oh, yeah, would but be there nice. might be a lag on that so I don't know how that would work but yeah so, I mean getting back to the subject and it's all about meetups what would you advise people who haven't turned up to meet what would you advise them about actually turning up and, and how to interact with people that's there so you mentioned David there and what I wanted to counteract because some people may be new to the group they might think there's a big alcohol drinking fireball some of it is tongue-in-cheek yeah, yeah now for a example, lot of it a lot yeah. of it is tongue -in -cheek. so for example i turned up last sunday we met in the weatherspoons and i said to everybody i'm taking it steady yeah obviously with my achilles injury i haven't drank there was no pressure there was no like oh you're not having a drink you're not having and i stuck to soft drinks up until we got to the box again in the box i wouldn't say i was you know going all out i had a couple of soft drinks as well and the fireballs came and then now i'm a grown adult yeah I can choose whether to drink or not. Now the fireball has become unofficially our drink yeah, of choice. Yeah. 
um, for people tuning in, it isn't always Lee's fault. I know it's, Lee it's, tends it's, it's to get never, the blame. It's never Lee's fault. But it's always Martin Hughes's fault, even when he's not there. It's his fault. Yes, yes. But just so, put that over. So going back to what you were saying, so for me, I'm weirdly the most confident, unconfident person in the world. So I appreciate not everybody's going to have that gumption to think, right, I'm going to travel from Darlington to Manchester. I'm going to walk into that bar and introduce myself. So on that basis, I think people who turned up at Leeds for the first meetup last week were quite impressed that it was myself, that was you, that was Nadji. And we did, we did try to make everyone feel welcome, but then ultimately when the game started, for me, I kind of switched off any kind of admin duties. I was watching the game, but people gravitated and you want to see the friendships. I know Neil Watson won't mind me saying he's become really good friends with Eric, who's out yeah. in Singapore. Yeah. You know, uh, name checked Martin Hughes there, you know, Brett, who were going up to his house, Falkirk, there's yourself. There's everybody in the group I consider a friend. And you think, if you're unsure, one, reach out. My DMs are always open, whether that's on Twitter, whether it's on Facebook. Um, you look at the, you know, Keitha, he comes all the way from Brighton. You look at the Reynolds boys, you look at the people who have come to multiple meetups. So if you don't want to take our word for it, I'm pretty sure if you reached out to some of the yeah. other people yeah. um, and I think as well some of it is just that personality Seb Chandler never met Seb before my life reached out on DMs to me before the meet up and then as soon as he walked into the head of steam last Sunday it was like a lifelong friend and we all have the 49ers in common so if you're unsure of attending a meet up you're going to have you know you're going to walk into a bar and there's going to be 20, 30 people dressed in Niners gear Yeah. opening conversation you know what jersey you're wearing or but I think our group's pretty good at if you when you put a post up for a meetup. Yeah, it, it's very welcoming. That, that that's the thing about the group. I think I can honestly say every single meetup I've been to, whether or not been organised by myself or prior to that, to the likes of um, Brian Davis, Mike Palmer, Gary Rutledge, all, all the meetups, I've, I've never come across anybody that I thought has been hard work. If you know what I mean. Yeah. It's always easy to talk to fellow 49er fans and you get on with them. Um, so yeah, there's, there's never been anybody where there's never been any trouble, there's never been any aggressiveness, anything like that. Everybody just gets on because we're all 49 fans. We, we all talk about the same thing. We might have different opinions, which quite often we do. Um, we all have our favourite players. Some of those favourite players might be rivals of other favourite players, but it's all good banter there's nothing nasty about it um, and like I said I mean it, it's the best feeling in the world to turn up to a pub with, with 40, 50, 60 other 49er fans and just immediately click with them all and be able to strike up a conversation if you think to your own life you'll be like me you wear Niners gear everywhere you go yeah. so like I said when I first got into the sport I thought I was the only Niners fan in the northeast of England and I remember going up to Newcastle on the train with Ruby and I had a, a Niners jersey on, and I bumped into another Niners fan. And I was like, oh my God, Niners fan. And we were having a bit of banter. And every time I see another team, an NFL fan, we have a bit of chat. So you magnitude, magnify that, sorry, if you go to like a bar, like you said, you walk in, there's 40 of us straight away. But equally, there was people in that bar last week in Leeds that weren't part of our group, but they were 49ers fans. That's right. Yep. But what we did do, I know myself, you, Nadji, we went over and we said, look, Fighting on a faithful UK, these who we are. Now there was one guy I can't remember his name, 
but he came in just before kickoff and he sat right out the far side with the grey jumper on. Yeah. And I went over, introduced myself. He said he was here because of the group. However, he just wanted to sit and watch the game on his own. So we respected that. He was blown away when we gave him a raffle ticket for the free draw. And then at half time, he come over and he was having a bit of a chat with me and he was just blown away that he was from Leeds and he couldn't believe that that was going on. Um, he'd heard of the official side of things, of yeah, course yeah. he had, um, but he still showed his face. But um, no, anyone who's on the fence, Lee, I think people will have the fear of missing out when you see. Yeah, definitely, definitely, because when, when you obviously when you see the photos, when you see the videos, um, not not so much the Facebook lives at halftime when you've had a drink, but I mean those are hilarious. Um, I tried to stop to doing them. I think mine was worse but, than yours yeah, last year. Yeah, po possibly, possibly. <laughs> well, it was your Facebook live. So that was the first drink I've had since lockdown and I was very excitable. And again, last week, cutting on the air, I jumped on that table. Anybody who knows me from my hometown, uh, not something I'm doing, I jumped yeah. on that table, I got my phone out and I'm getting everyone to sing. Now that was a 20 second video, but that's gone viral because there was people in America, Wayne Breezy, John Chapman, yeah. they retweeted that. I had messages from them saying, bro, <laughs> that meetup looks awesome. And when you're getting feedback from people who were running official trips for the 49ers in America that makes you feel pretty impressive to be fair yeah and it's a testament to the 49 fair for UK and the people that turn to to the events I mean that, that's the type of thing you can expect um, you, you see what the Americans are saying about this what, what the guys over over in the States are saying about we it um, they're very much impressed Russia. with the way we do things um, obviously we had some people there from the States on Sunday Hello, and they turned around and said this is exactly the same as what it's like over in the States. It's just Edinburgh immense Wiggly. what you've been able to do with the UK fan base. Um, so yeah. I think another thing we should say to reassure people, there's no charge for the meetups you, you mentioned That's it before. Right. So I've just joined a flag football team and there's three Seahawks fans. They have a group like ours but you have to pay to be right. a member of the group. Right. Yeah. And with chatting to them they don't seem to get a great deal for the money. Yeah. And the way I look at it is, obviously, you know, there's the admin team, there's myself, you, there's a lot of us, we give up our time, we don't make any money of this. So and people are like, so you're pushing the meetups. We don't make any money out of this. Exactly. We yeah. do this because we love the group, we love the community. You know, you kindly turned the Twitter account over to me. I think I've made, what, one or two mistakes that you've had to rein yeah, in a little bit. No, but in no. the... In, in no, no. The amount of tweets that I've done, yeah. that, that's a, an impressive ratio, but there's no charge to the meetups, and that's what, another thing that I took for granted. People would reach out to me and say, oh, I would buy a ticket. But you don't need to buy a ticket. We're at the box at 4.30 in Leeds, turn up. Yeah. And it was, it was, it still humbles me now though that people listen to the pod. You'll have probably had it. People come into the bar last week, they're shaking your hand, you know, nice to meet you, giving you the bear hug, and you think, wow, like, people do listen to what we're doing. So funny you should mention that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm still surprised about that. Um, we, we are just four fans doing a podcast. We've all said that's all we are. We're fans. We don't play the game. Nadji plays the game, but the, the other three of us, me, you and Gareth, we don't play the game. Um, we put that out there. We're not experts in it. We, we'll get things wrong technically. Um, sometimes embarrassingly, we'll get things wrong, but that's not, we, that's not what we're trying to do. We're not trying to be a technical podcast. Um, we're trying to give a fans fan view from the UK that's what we're trying to do and last week in the bar when I was walking um, round and obviously there were so many names I knew but I didn't know the faces so when I was introducing myself 
the first thing I would say is, oh yeah, I know, I know three gallon, isn't it? Uh, and that, that took us by surprise we because I keep on forgetting it's not just a podcast. There's obviously photos in the group, so people see that. I've done the vlogs before. Um, so for people to turn around and know me before I know them is weird. It, it's weird, but I think it, um, I, I think it kind of goes to show people do listen to the podcast because we joke about it every week so we, we do the podcast we record once we finish recording and I, I press stop we will then just chat like normal chat 49ers chat and more often than not we joke that there's probably nobody listening to this anyway um, because it's strange to get around in your head that people actually do download this pod yeah. and listen to what you have to say and then respond to that so it's interesting but it's kind of from our point of view it's a little bit weird um, it's something we need to get used to as well the fact that when you do turn up to a podcast uh, podcast, when you do turn up to a meetup people know who you are and they want to come over and talk to you which is great because if you've ever met me if you've ever been to a meetup you know I go around and talk to everyone um, it's one of the things I do I, I, I talk so much at the Leeds meetup before the game my voice was gone by the time we actually kicked off um, and I love meeting people, especially 49 fans, yeah. because we all we all know each other on a on a certain level. If you know what I mean, I, I don't know if that comes across very no, well. No, I know what you're saying. I mean, yeah. I, I showed you, so I'm gonna shoot myself on the foot. Yeah. So the next meetup, yes, ask me to show you these videos. I've shown Lee two videos this morning that I took on Snapchat last Sunday yeah. at the end of the night, and my voice is shot to pieces. And basically, it's absolving Lee of any blame of fireballs putting all the blame solely on Martin Hughes and I showed Tracy those videos the next day and I was like she's like what happened to your voice and it was like that's a sign of a good meetup yeah. from the second we got off that well go back we got off the train in noon in Leeds and the security guard was like all right lads uh, where have you come from yeah and what did you say to him because <laughs> we all had our red jerseys and he asked you what we were down here for yeah so he said where, where's your team playing and I said Chicago and he was like what and he just couldn't comprehend uh, I, I, I don't know what who we thought we were. He obviously wasn't an NFL fan. No. He didn't realise uh, uh, what the badges were. Um, I'm, I'm assuming he thought we were either rugby, rugby league, something like that. Um, but he was quite surprised when I said Chicago, and then he said, "Oh, well, there's 20 more of you. Already come through." Yeah. So it was quite a surprise to us to realise that there was already a huge contingent in Leeds. Yeah, because at that point we got off the train. There was me, Connor. We met you, Andy Hodgson, your Ben and your brother Steve, the Lord Vikings fan. So when we got off the train, yeah. there was already a, a decent number of us. So it'll be told by an independent person, oh, there's like another 20 of these come through. And that's what I said, like when we were in Leeds, you could see people looking out. I know some of the feedback is Leeds United, white, red. I don't think you can ever confuse the 49ers with Manchester United. No, you can't, and, I don't think you can and anyway. Especially with the NFL merchandise yeah. and, and the jerseys. And that's what I'm saying, like, I know we had no choice in, in some regards to go because of the non-refundable but when me and you got the call from the 49ers on the Friday to say the official side was done because of obvious reasons we, we respected that we knew that obviously yeah. we were disappointed exactly we were good of course we were we were gutted and then I drove home so for context I drove home from Darlington Lee rang me me and Lee had a bit of a chat because obviously there's the human side it wasn't I, I was disappointed all the hard work me and yourself have put in yeah. we've been having these meetings since May we've been promoting it and then I did like how we thought right actually we're going to turn the positive into the negative 
and I think people who came last week. <laughs> Do you mean the opposite way around? We've turned a negative into negative a positive. positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, see, this is where you're correct. Yeah, yeah. I get excitable, people who, who, who haven't met me. But it just goes to show us, like, the second we got off that train in Leeds, and the fact that that was the first time we'd ever done a meet up in Leeds. So, for people listening who haven't been to one, what we tend to do, isn't it, Lee? We think, right, where have we had meetups at? So, last year, yeah. we thought, right, we'll go to Bristol because we'll try and move it for people to travel. Yeah, so we, we try and move around the country, so we, we give everybody an opportunity. Not everybody can afford to go up to Leeds, up to Newcastle, uh, Manchester, Glasgow Edinburgh. Glasgow, Edinburgh, that type of thing. So we try to move around the country to give everybody an opportunity to be able to turn up if it's local to them. Um, and to do that, sometimes we end up in places that uh, seem strange. Um, so, so Bristol is probably, I'm going to call Bristol the strange. Bristol is lovely, by the way. Out of all the places I've worked, Bristol is the place I've moved to. But Bristol is kind of far out the way for everyone. Yeah. Because it's all the way down the the southwest of the country, um, but the amount of people that turned up was amazing, and the whole point of it is give people down in that part of the country an opportunity. Um, London is always mentioned. London, there's always a lot of stuff there already, which is why we tend to stay away from London. But now, the more I think about it, we need to do something south of London and south southeast of London. Um, I don't know, maybe it's even down on the coast, the likes of uh, Brighton. Yeah, I've thought about Brighton. Brighton, or even, even rather than like south of London, east of London, the likes of Ipswich. Yeah. Because that's, that's hitting areas down there where it, it should be commutable for the people from London. Um, obviously, it's a long way for people from Scotland, Ireland, and that, but that, that's the type of thing. You, you do get a hardcore contingent. We'll move it down there so we'll give people an opportunity down there as well. Um, yeah, the whole point involve as many people as possible give people the opportunity to come to a meetup because i'm convinced once you've been to one meetup you'll want to go to them all if you can afford oh, it yeah, definitely. and we appreciate we appreciate this is not always possible um we do it and to be honest <laughs> if you ask me wife it's not really always possible for me to go but i do go anywhere um the less said about that the better yeah but on the cost wise sort of cutting there for example what was great about our group Basically, I I went last week as cheap as possible. Yeah. So I stayed in the Easy Hotel. I found the cheap rate, and I shared that with everybody. Yeah. So the poor Easy Hotel, I say poor, they were blown away last week. Yeah, I mean they made a mint off for all of us. Yeah. They yeah. made a mint off us all, but it was the cheapest hotel rate. Yeah. And again, bringing it back to, we'd never been to Leeds before, but I was impressed at the train, the hotel, the head of steam, yeah. the box. It was so all we great. went back yeah. there again. That's what we do. If we went back to Edinburgh, we'd go to Belushi's. If we went back to Bristol, we'd go to Wall Sports. Yeah. And that's, like you said, we're always up for suggestions. Like you said there, Lee, Matt and Tracy, if I say, right, next year the meetups in Brighton, I'll try and tie it in. Can I make a weekend of it with Tracy? Can, can we do stuff? But we do appreciate the cost element. So we do try, don't we, to move it around. We do. We do. And with that said, I think we've pretty much done the whole meetup thing to death now. Hopefully that's been of decent information for people. It'll give people some food for thought about whether or not to turn up to a meetup. Um, obviously, we we are now going to an unofficial meetup, um, a private event uh, for, for one of the group members who's invited us up there, mainly because of the work that we do to, to go to other meetups. Um, you'll have all seen the, the Facebook Live from last year. So it's, it's going to be a similar day, plenty to drink, plenty to eat, um, and hopefully a better game than last Sunday against the Bears. Can't believe it's rain 
in Santa Clara uh, and that's a little bit disappointing but um, hopefully it's only light rain and we have a good game so I'm going to sign off as I always do thank you for downloading this podcast please rate us and subscribe to us on YouTube um, and get yourself to a meetup so until next time go Niners go Niners Deep in the heart, like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff form going 99. Don't get it twisted, one it all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget.